everybody welcome to another episode of the schwinn sports podcast i'm your host schwinn here with my co-host ray ray say hello to the people how's it going people uh we have another week of nfl and once again more tennessee titans covid drama ray i'm not sure how you feel about this whole situation but i've really come full circle from understanding to kind of upset with the Tennessee Titans as a whole and I kind of wanted to know what your thoughts were on it because as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan I'm a little bit biased at this point considering our last game got turned into a bye and now they're talking about possibly canceling this game uh, because of the COVID and you know I I don't know if if this game gets canceled and they end up counting it as a forfeit then I think there's a conversation to be had about the Pittsburgh Steelers also getting a free win I don't know it's getting very messy and it would be less messy if the Tennessee Titans would have followed the rules yeah and in my opinion you know they're in our we could just get jump right into Odell's bedroom right now the Tennessee Titans took a shit two weeks in a row yeah and and they just they refuse to follow rules I don't know who you hold accountable I'm, I'm guessing it's coaching staff um and I'm not surprised to be honest with you he kind of always has like a little attitude about stuff but I, I'm saying this, they, there's so, too many playoff implications with the Titans versus Steelers and the Titans versus the Bills. If this was like the Titans versus the Jaguars or even my team, the Broncos, it, it doesn't matter as much. Postpone it to end of the season. If it happens, great. If not, they forfeit. It doesn't hurt their seeding at all. But this will have to be played out. I mean, if the Titans have to forfeit to the Bills, then they should forfeit to the Steelers as well because – I mean, that's fair is fair. The, the NFLPA will definitely get involved, I'm sure. And and that's there's too much too much money, too much time, too much everything involved for them not to uh, to to have these games played. I think it's a perfect storm of two things. One, the players' association should be pissed because if if the coaching staff did suggest that they should practice on outside of first off the agreed terms of the COVID stuff, but also in the bye week which, you know, is literally like, that's a big no, no. That's like your 10 minute break at a normal union job or whatever. You know, it's, it's kind (laughs) of smoke break. (laughs) Exactly. So that is a negotiated thing and they're not supposed to be working out. If it's between the players, that's still an issue because the coaching staff should be on top of it, making sure it's very clear that nobody is doing anything. You know, it still falls on them no matter what. I don't know. It's just it's such a messy situation. I I think that it it's just irresponsible all the way around. So like the yeah. you have the players association should be pissed, rightfully so because they're the union. Roger Goodell and the NFL should be pissed because you're already up against the odds to get this season played, but you have teams not complying you've already issued how many fines to different teams for not following guidelines then you have this come about on a team that has possibly the biggest outbreak and has had the most influence on the season and scheduling at what point do you say we have to make it 
we have to draw the line here. We can't just have one team deciding how this season's played out. And it was one thing whenever they decided they were going to, you know, they just had a random outbreak. But now to encourage things and see the path the way things have went, I don't know. I think you have to talk about forfeiting games. Yeah, I I would agree with you. But once again, I think that with the PA, the NFL PA being involved, that's not going to happen because of there's money involved. You know, these players don't get to play that game. You know, it's not the entire team's fault, which as a team, you have to hold each other accountable, yada, yada, yada. But with that said, in my opinion, it's going to have to go into a regional um, bubble. They're going to have to do what the playoffs are doing in baseball right now because there's just no way to keep these guys from being responsible. Cam Newton openly admitted, hey, guys, wear your mask, keep your distance. I, I should have done that, and I didn't. I'm sick. I let my team down. You know, we lost the game, which they were probably going to lose anyways, but he would have gave them a better shot to win the way he was playing. And, right. and his redemption story just kind of, boo. So with the Titans, I, I think you have to suspend the coach. I mean, you just have to send a message somehow. Um, I don't think you forfeit games. I think you just pretty much say, hey, who doesn't have COVID? We're a fielding team. If you lose, that's on you. You shouldn't have let your players gallivant around. Um, and your coaching staff isn't allowed to be there the rest of the year. So you have to figure out what you're going to do for coaching. Well, that's that's my opinion. The problem is, if they have more positives before the game this week, they have to either add another week onto the season, or they have to forfeit that game. If they forfeit this game, then they have to consider whether it's they should have forfeited both games. That's wherever it yeah. gets really tricky. If I'm the Steelers, I'm definitely sending a a, a league message out. I'm saying, hey, right. where's where's our where's our win because. That's a divisional. That's I'm not a divisional. That's a, a game that right. you play in the AFC. Tiebreakers, everything included. Tiebreaker. Yes. It's it's definitely has playoff implications. They're all three good teams. There those are three playoff teams: the Bills, the Steelers, and the Titans. Are all three projected to go to the playoffs? So I don't know if you just cut the Titans out and say, "Hey, guess what, guys? You're done playing football. Your fault. You basically caused everybody else to get sick. It's on you guys. You know, you're done." The only, yeah, I guess the only possible solution I could think of is if they confangled it in a way where the Titans get two automatic losses, the Steelers and the Bills play the week that the Steelers and the Titans were supposed to play. Um, yeah. And somehow they move the Bills by week around so that works. I don't know, because then you could give two wins to the Steelers, uh, Steelers and the Bills and then also have them play a meaningful game that has similar uh, playoff implications. Well, things that you guys wouldn't care about are you know, our listeners, our viewers would care about, or even you and I care about, but you know, do the, do the Steelers still get paid for everything? Do they get a, a paycheck still? Like how does that work for them? Cause they have to play to get that paycheck or they get, you know, a less yep. amount for whatever is usually the deal. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I, um, yeah, that's above my pay grade. I, I think <laughs> that's where the players union needs to step in, especially with these bye weeks being, um, enforced on a whims notice that hey if this is indeed a bye week then our players shouldn't have to be at work because they're not getting paid so yeah they got they got to keep their mouth shut they earn that that week of of um they earn that entire week of pay or they don't and yeah. so i don't know it, it'll be interesting do, to see how this do, shakes do the out titans do the titans get disgruntled i think they just got to keep their mouth shut and just you know take the punishment as it comes and you know, there's nothing you could say to to kind of rectify what's going on. I don't know if it was just one guy, a couple guys, but you know, as a team, Phil Lindsay told his teammates, and I'm a Broncos fan, so I can I follow him a bit. He told his teammates like, "Hey, 
I got a girl at home. I don't make that much money. You guys have put my family at risk. You're putting me at risk. You're putting my money at risk if you guys get me sick. So uh, be adults, be grown men. And if you know you get me sick, we're going to have a conversation. I'm like, okay, the little man will fight you if pretty much if you give him COVID was his point. <laughs> well, that's I think that's the most important thing. That's I don't know. To be honest, not to harp on this too long, but my kind of problem with the NFL's take on this is it's still kind of hush-hush because they're just looking for testing you could still, in theory, be, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. you could still be contagious, a- not testing. Like, there is a layover period, and it goes back to all of the newness that comes with this virus. And, what and it's a bit know. political, too. I mean, there's political in there. We all know Goodell and those guys try to stay out of politics. With that said, they, they're always, it's always, politics are always involved in this stuff, too. So they're trying to be like, ah, it's not that big a deal, or... Yeah. Damn but, it. You know, and, until and, somebody well, dies. If somebody well, in the NFL dies from yeah. it, it's going to be a big deal. <laughs> they have to, they, they've made it known that they want the league to go on. So they have to try and make it work whatever, which way. And that means sure. um, making things sound better than they are sometimes. And that's the way the I'm NFL has rolled for years. And I would expect nothing less of the yeah. game where we bash each other <laughs> in the head until we are right. so stupid. I mean, we can't function. I some of those guys were on track to be doctors, and now they're probably not going. Well, be. <laughs> I, Fitzpatrick could still be a doctor. He did go to Harvard. People forget. Hey, he did, and and Julius Thomas quit football to go pursue being a, uh, I think, a doctor, but he was terrible. That's what I tell people. He he just had to go be a doctor. It wasn't anything. It didn't like he didn't yep. like take the choice to go be a doctor. He was just trash on the field after leaving the Broncos that he went to go be a doctor. Yeah, he couldn't take it anymore. And Jermichael Finley also chose to not play football again because he couldn't. <laughs> yeah. It's a tragic story. I watched that guy's career end on a play. That was an insane play. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to play ever again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely insane. There was like a time in period, like a point in time where they were saying the Steelers were like looking at bringing him in like two years after the injury. And I was like, no, I remember that hit. This is like it's like well to be fair though after paul george ripped his leg off in front of everybody the first time he was on the court he went up for a dunk i was like Ugh. legs are one thing <laughs> your brain is not a yeah, i know i know <laughs> like i know i'm just saying in general the injuries it, it sometimes they come back from them and you're like oh they're better than they ever were wait is a brain a muscle i don't really know i just said that just kind of like made up some science uh, brains are not I know, muscles man. i don't know you might have pulled a muscle in your brain recently so i have no clue <laughs> maybe i have like concussion <laughs> i need to go through a concussion protocol no. <laughs> i'm not sure right, you want to jump into some mlb stuff right now yeah it sounds good so i mean still we're still in the playoffs here it looks like atlanta is going to go on to face either the uh, padres or dodgers so we're looking at that um it's going to be the dodgers they're already up to zero it's not I mean, Cinderella stories, there's not going to happen this year in baseball. Um, and then uh, the ass, cheating ass Astros. That's a Cinderella going. story. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's the evil stepmother. That's the evil stepmother. You need a bad guy to have Cheaters. a Cinderella story. So, yeah, it is happening. I'm going to say this it's going to be. You need Tampa the Dodgers Astros. Yeah, I, I, I'm good, man. I don't want to see that. That is the Cinderella story. You have I don't the want to Ash. See it. I get it. I understand. Regardless, you that is the ultimate. You have a villain, a bad villain, one that did somebody wrong, and a chance for them to redeem themselves over the person that did them wrong. I would rather see it's Tampa Bay and the Yankees right now. Tampa's up two one, but the Yankees have 
some pitching, they can come back. They just got to win two in a row. I mean, when this airs, maybe the Yankees are out of it. I'd rather see the Yankees get their revenge against the Astros and knock them out. Fine. I'd rather see. But I'm a Yankees fan, so it's a little biased. I'm, with that said, I, Aaron Judge is so know, ugly. He, he, I seen you know, him on a Hulu commercial, and he's just in my face and on Hulu looking ugly. I'm tired of him. He literally looks like an uglier version of Blake Griffin. I'm not sure how that's possible, but it is what he is. He's almost like Lurch's son. He's bigger than him. He's, he's like Frankenstein's son. Like he could be on the cover of Count Chocula or whatever the fuck Blueberry hey Burry. He's on the cover of Wheaties. That's where he. I know, ball. but he sh- you paint him blue, and he could be on that monster cereal that's the Blue Frankenstein. What it, oh no, he's that's got blueberry. The What's the monster? I don't know. There's count tra- count, count no, Dracula. there's Count Chocula, there's Booberry, and there's one more, and he's a fucking zombie. Uh, I mean a Frankenstein. <laughs> and that's that's Aaron Judge, and I'm tired of him being on my ads. So Facebook, if you're listening, definitely put more Aaron please Judge put on Please put less Aaron Judge on my ads. I'm tired of it. I love I, now listen. Aaron Judge is what Aaron Judge is, is entertaining for baseball. Um, and he brought a lot more eyes to baseball. A lot of kids, you know, we live we live in Ohio and I see Judge's jerseys everywhere um here and it's it's kind of cool. He's a good guy. I I agree he's an ugly good dude, but he is good for baseball. And I mean, he just can hit. Him and he can just hit. He strikes out trust, or homers. That's it. Can you trust anybody around your city with that many bandwagon fans like they don't they're loyal to shit let alone you and your your community it's it's outrageous i would be angry personally the options we have are the pirates no way's room for the pirates the pirates Uh, have a nice ballpark (laughs) that they do have a really good ballpark um (laughs) then we have then we have the reds who are the smallest market team so i kind of do root for the reds reds are kind of low-key cool I kind of work for a radio station, and we play the Reds over the radio, which, I mean, and I've met, a couple, I've met a couple of guys. It's pretty cool. You're on the radio. I mean, like, the guys are really nice. I don't know I'm if you guys heard back. this or not, but Ray is on the radio sometimes, and he's actually on <laughs> the show, often. too. I can't. <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, we have the Cleveland Indians, which, you know, that's racist, so I don't root for Wahoo anymore. Yeah. Um, the Cleveland baseball team, as I'll call them from now on. Yeah, Cleveland baseball team. Uh, no, I said it before, though. Cleveland baseball team and the Cubs was the 2020 matchup. Maybe that's what set all this up. It was like the Mayan yeah. calendar, the Cleveland baseball team versus the Cubs, and here we are at the end of the world, and the Browns are 3-1, and one, and, you know, and it's life is weird. Um, so that's really all we have about baseball. There's, there's not much more going on. We have, we're in full swing. The playoffs are going. Uh, we're almost there to the World Series. <laughs> we almost made it to the World Series. We're getting there, barring a super corona outbreak. But they're doing the right thing. They've quarantined. They've, you know, they've they've uh, locked their players down. They bubbled them, and and we're gonna get it. It's gonna happen. I think they're gonna let fans in for the World Series. I read somewhere like a small amount, but October we'll baseball, see. nothing like it. You know. <laughs> Mr. October. Um, we'll see how it goes, but yeah, we'll we'll update you as we go. I think that uh, we'll we'll have a better better picture by Sunday night show. We'll be able to tell you who's in and who's out um, from there, and we'll we'll go from there. And that's all I have for uh, for that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. All right, what about these fucking Lakers? So are they going to lose one ah. more before they win it all, or like what's going to happen? So, like, I'll say this: 
and I, we talked about this about LeBron not getting calls in the past on one of our shows. So Jimmy Butler had the complete opposite. He went off, but with that said, he got every call his way on both sides of the ball. And the Lakers played really bad. They had twenty over twenty turnovers, like, mm-hmm. and they still barely lost a game. So people are like, oh, they're going to take back. I'm like, listen, that's the worst game the Lakers have played almost all year, including back last October when they but started playing basketball. But we haven't seen a healthy Heat team either. No, that's true, and and that is sad. And I think that they're better off playing the uh, underdog. That's how they've made it this far is playing the underdog. And did a, I, I just think that if we have the last game will be tomorrow for us um, – this will probably be later today for you guys watching. Um, but um, with that said, we have this game, and I don't. I think they close it out. I just think AD really wants his first championship. LeBron wants the season to be over. He wants to, you know, go whoop Bronny's ass for smoking weed. Um, and it's 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 going to be done. And um, and then we'll see. I mean, because AD's contract is up, we we have to remember that. And they kind of have to win for him to stay. I don't know if that's true or not. But I think I, there's I, a scenario I, where it means either. It means he leaves, too. I agree. I agree. I agree. Like, but I, I say this. it's I don't think he leaves if he wins because he is an L.A. guy. And, and like he loves – that's his whole thing. He wanted to be in L.A. for years now, Clippers or Lakers. And he wanted to be there to do movies and do commercials and be that guy. He's so and ugly, though. That's the problem. He is. But – and he looks like an alien. I mean, he was in Men in Black <laughs> as an alien a commercial or something like that. So he's pretty cool. Um, I, I don't know, man. I I see AD staying. LeBron will be there. Um, we keep the key players. Okay, so here we go. LeBron's gonna get home and give Bronny James a whole ounce of weed and be like, <laughs> "We're gonna smoke that heat pack, huh? Let's yeah, see. Yeah, like, yeah, that Lakers yeah. or the, like it'll be the Cali pack and like just make, make him make smoke it, until it. he's so sick. Yeah, he's nah, so sick and he can't. Do, yeah, take that. <laughs> oh, you gotta keep. You wanna be a big stoner or you wanna be an NBA superstar like me and a, a, a drunk wine addict, do it, boy? <laughs> yeah, we drink wine every night. It's acceptable. Taco Tuesday, my ass. This is swallow an ounce of weed Tuesday, boy. Get your ass over here. <laughs> Yeah, R.I.P. Bronny James. Y'all say this, man. Think how good I, he I could fold, be. He's listen. I don't know if you ever watch any highlights of Bronny James. Yeah, he's they've only showed him his, since fucking he was six <laughs> years old on the little Tykes thing shooting hoops. We've only seen his entire life worth of highlights. We've never seen any more highlights him, of a player. The pressure he's yeah, gonna have. Yeah, it's gonna to skip a it. generation. Braun's grandson <laughs> will be the guy. Bronny Braun Braun. Bronny Braun Braun will be <laughs> Bronny the LeBron, Braun. LeBron, He'll LeBron, be the LeBron. heir to the throne. LeBron will be the coach. Bronny James will be literally just on the team pretty much like as, um, I don't know. He'll be, uh, Luke Walton? He'll be Luke Walton is what you're saying? Yeah, something like that. Like he's just kind of there. Assistant coach. Yeah, Luke, Wal- Luke Walton was a good seventh boy. man rotation. He was a good rotation guy. Get the guy's water when they need it. Bronny James, <laughs> Austin Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, but. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I would... though, we've seen highlights from this kid his entire yeah. life. I guarantee if we go back on SportsCenter Instagram, we can find videos of Bronny oh, yeah. James shooting Shoot on a little tyke's hoop. Yeah, you're right, man. Now he's smoking I... that loud. He's smoking that up, man. He's smoking that heat. <laughs> I they think grow that, up I think so that, fast. They really do. 
They really do. He'll make it in the league, man. I mean, I, I, I think he'll be okay. And um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. If, we only have a couple years to figure this out. We'll hopefully still be doing this show. We'll be like, ah, you remember that time he got his ass whooped by his dad for smoking a blunt? Now um, he's got like a weed sponsor on his I, jersey I or hope, something. Yeah, right. I hope he doesn't get addicted to it. I'm Ronnie James, but, um, and I love, <laughs> I, I love smoking weed, as you know, from when I was a kid. That's if you do interest. recall, <laughs> I was a meme. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the NBA is almost done, and I'm excited now. I don't know when they're starting the season back up. I thought I, I read something about December. but Yeah, Christmas. Start, Christmas makes it, sense. It would have started back up the 31st of October, around that last week of October. That's run it. the season. Just run the it. The season starts last week of October, really. Let the fans So I, I don't know what they're doing. Um they have to have Christmas basketball, I feel. I, I almost feel like you have to have Christmas basketball games. That's like a tradition now. It It's uh, kind of a tradition. At least I feel like it's a tradition in the sense that it happens and everybody says that should, that's happening. It's definitely not <laughs> Thanksgiving football. That's literally football. the definition of a tradition, to be clear. Yeah, like, but, it's, yeah but it's not Thanksgiving it football year. where I see people turning on football that have, don't watch football all year long. Christmas right. basketball is a nice asset to Christmas because Christmas is a low-key boring holiday as an adult. Unless but it's on Sunday. Yes, unless it's on Sunday. So the Christmas basketball is clutch. I do agree. I like it. But I think it's a little bit overhyped. Yeah. And I that's mean, I all like I got it. to the say Christmas about that. The Christmas games are always good. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> the Christmas games are always good matchups, though, too. So. True. Um they're out there. Um, so MMA, there's nothing really going on in MMA this week uh, other than Conor McGregor agreed to fight uh, Poirier for uh, a fight. It was originally a charity fight, but now the UFC wouldn't let him do it. So they wow. agreed to fight in UFC. The UFC says, hey, you guys can fight here. And Conor basically tweeted him and said, hey, we got to get it done this year before the year's up. And I'll still donate uh, half a million dollars to the charity. Well, props so to him. Uh, we'll fuck the UFC for not getting in on that somehow if they could um well they did that, also, that's the point they wouldn't they wouldn't let them fight they wouldn't let them just go to a charity event amateur fight uh exhibition well that's what i they want said, no no, with, no with, you're fighting here no, i want amateur refs <laughs> yeah but also <laughs> let's just say this i've i will believe this fight when it, is there an actual date yet no no he okay, has exactly three because there's yeah. been about 55 conor mcgregor fights agreed upon in the last yeah. like 13 days this is a fight he could actually win, so I think he does want it. I mean, he could beat Manny Pacquiao too. Yeah, of course. I mean, I hope he could. What? I mean, he couldn't. Beat that was. Floyd. I just feel like just a week ago it was like McGregor's about to fight Manny Pacquiao for charity. For charity. Well, he just pulled his dick out in front of somebody or something. Yeah, like that. that's so what he's, he's trying to. He's on the. Oh, he's doing the <laughs> Ti. I make a whole album that sucks dick to apologize to the world because I'm kind of a shitty person. Deal. Yeah, I, I think that uh, we'll see how it goes, man. And UFC is going to be rolling. There's some good cards coming up. And, Let me uh, say this also about Conor we'll McGregor. And um, unless you have anything else to talk about this fight, I no, keep cutting you off. That's all I got. Conor that's McGregor got for- is a cartoon character. I love that about him. Um, that being said, ever since Ryan Fitzpatrick did the Conor McGregor kind of de- dealio, <laughs> I can, they are the same fucking person to me. Like, I see them. The same now. Like, obviously, <laughs> Fitz, Fitzy has a longer beard uh, most of the time. It looks a little more rough. But they are very similar. And You think I, it's a better ground game? <laughs> I, ask, I ask you this. Have you ever seen Conor McGregor 
and Ryan Fitzpatrick in the same place at the same time? No, I have not, man, ever. It's never happened. Begs the question. It might be the same dude. It might be like a, a beard weave. And, uh, also, yeah. speaking on Fitzpatrick, just oh, while I'm on my tangent here, is he, like, not the most, like, it might be the most comeback career story ever. He went from Always, being a piece every of, year. no, but regardless of that, I'd say pre-New York Jets, Ryan Fitzpatrick was a joke. He was a laughing stock and a random, just regular journeyman quarterback. That was kind of, nobody really cared about. It was a butt of the jokes, if anything. And then he became like, like the year Brandon Marshall and on becomes like this urban legend to the fact that where it's like, is he a hall of fame quarterback? Like, what do we like, what do we say about him though? He's, he climbs the numbers. He comes in consistently and does big things. Like he doesn't have the portfolio, but statistically, which is what we base so much on nowadays, he's accomplished a lot of it. And it's kind of hilarious and impressive, but I would say it is one of the most impressive career changes like that I can think of. Well, I mean, at least image wise, I would say this, he's going to always get a chance to start. And that's the thing is people are like, Oh, my starter's not doing well. Let's put him in, you know, Josh Rosen, we trade for him. He's not doing well. Let's put him in. Um, and this year, oh, we have a rookie. We don't want to put him out there the first game, get him killed. Let's put him in. And then you get Fitzmagic, and he and people don't know how to game plan for him, I don't think. Because when they do, the second half of the year, Fitzmagic is usually run up. It's run its course. He's always – he'll come in again. He'll get back in and throw for six touchdowns and, you know, a 1,000 yards. Think, Holy shit. <laughs> I think it's less teams game planning for him and more over game planning on – their side on the offensive yeah. side i think that he is one of Overlooked those just him. pure athletic quarterback types that like when he's just out there slinging it or like in a two minute off drill type deal he will go out there and just make plays he's a playmaker but whenever it's coming down to like the actual like technical play make play calling logical side of the game he seems to not have that which is weird because he went to harvard and he should be a genius he i mean he's the He's the smartest guy to ever play football, I think, right? He's had the highest Wonderlick test or something like that. Wouldn't that be the thing? That's what they say, yeah. Him and him and Luck. But, like, he he's he's brilliant. With that said, I mean, he just knows how to game plan. He knows how to he knows how to get the ball where he's going. He can play football. Yep. It's just he's not super athletic. So he's maybe not he's like, so smart, all he can do is scripted play drives. Yeah, I mean, realistically, he's just he's just the man sometimes. Like when he goes takes off running and he dies head first, you just think this dude loves football. And I think that's I I'm a fan of him. Like I don't want him on yeah. my team because it's yeah. like it's it's what I don't news. need right like now. Yeah. Like you, I don't need him something. because he's going to play. That means we are losing. Like that means we're in tank mode if he's playing and he's going to win us a couple games, but I, I I I'm a fan of his and you might be right. I mean, if he plays for another 5 to 10 years who the hell knows where he ends up stat wise he might never win he might trent dill for it or uh even though i hate trent dill if you're top might, 10 uh, in he, yards he might win touchdowns maybe fucking joe flacco won a super bowl dude like yeah, literally no, you hey, string five good games did. together anything can happen yeah and look at dill joe flacco is still starting Maybe Black I'll get the Fitz magic like back end of his career like starting. You want to jump back in NFL and talk about him getting the start up there? That's perfect. We'll get to it in a bit. Let's do fantasy first, and then we're gonna come oh, okay. back around to that yeah. shitty game. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about. It. So, uh, go ahead and give me your uh, 
Well, let's talk about this real quick. Fantasy football? Yeah, let's talk about fantasy football. I want to say something about fantasy football. Yeah. I don't know. Nobody wants to trade me. And, like, I'm offering good-ass players. And, like, I legit was just dicking around people even, like, just sending non-slip trades. People wouldn't even decline me. Like, are we just – but with that said, I know other people in my league, i.e. Corey, i.e. our buddy Brett, who are getting, like, great trades. And I'm like, dude, I offered a better – like, I'm giving these fools top players. And they're like, oh, no, let's give our RB1 for a third-string wide receiver today. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, is it just not trade season yet? Are we just not, are people nervous about what do you think's going on? Well, I'm the best at trades. Everybody knows that I'm the best. Um, no. But the seriously, best. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll seriously, I don't know. I think you just suck at trades. And I think that you're being a little bit too conservative this year. That's just my personal opinion. Obviously the people listening don't know you as a player, but you usually suck at trading. So I think this year you've been a little bit more and cautious trying to save your let's ass. Let's give the backstory. Let's give the backstory. I have made about five years. Every time I made a trade to somebody, they win the whole league. That's yeah. that's what happened. This year, I'm like, listen, I'm not giving so, up somebody what unless twist, you're paying me. Maybe the twist is maybe you don't need to make that trade this year. You need to stay the maybe. course and keep that and player win. that puts – yeah. Yeah. Trade I got CMC yourself. on the bench, guys. You've played CMC with yourself for years. Trade with yourself. 32 years I've been playing with myself. There you go. Exactly. Maybe it's time <laughs> to just explore your body a little more. I don't know. Yeah, right. But um, <laughs> no, seriously, I I felt like our league's kind of different. I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate. It's um, I usually can't get a trade done unless the other person feels like they're gaining something too. Like at, a lot of people aren't just yeah. trading willy nilly. So that's just kind of how it goes. You just got to keep sending them yeah, we've offers. Been, we've been just, in the same league for I didn't years. Get a single so. trade offer for Travis Kelsey. I've sent you like 15, no counters at all. So it's kind of your own fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be fair, like I said, I'm not giving away for a ham sandwich, but, um, I just started but with hey, that, I, you anchor. I'll low. say this. That's it's, the, it's, it's the problem. I think when you're in leagues for a long time with the same people, now we've had some people jump in and out who who suck real bad, but um, we have people who jump in and out. People got addicted to, to to marijuana and couldn't be in anymore and things like that. But um, we do have a good group of people who do know what they're doing. So they're like, like you said, they have to really feel like they're winning. And sometimes I'm like, damn, how do I get this trade? Like, how do how do I get these guys to let them feel like they're winning? They're not, and I have to get like a player. Like I have Christian McCaffrey. I have to like get rid of him. And get back like Kamaru and then somebody else. Yeah. And hope you know that's that's my thought. But I mean, anybody with a brain's not going to make that trade. I wouldn't do that shit. <laughs> I think some people are just kind of spiteful, just because it's the nature of the league, and and that's just kind of how it goes. So I think uh, we'll say after this week and maybe next week, I think is going to be people are going to be right there. We're like, okay, I, how do I make my playoff push or how do I get there? Let's get these trades done. Let's do it. Three and one. I'll take that all day. Uh, except um, for in your keeper league where I'm new to the league again after quitting a year and coming back and yeah. I'm undefeated. So your team, that league Which, sucks. They picked the worst keepers of all time. I don't know how I ended up with three first round draft picks, but I did. We have a lot. Of, we have similar players in that league as the other one. Um, with that said, I with the keeper, it's weird because my wife's in that league and she always does really well, even though she's not winning but, like, her points against are crazy. So you had a week where you went off and almost scored 200 points. Then she scored, like, 160. Then the next week, you scored, like, 109 points and still won after putting up a 200-burger. It's just like, how how 
like lucky can one person get? And I'm playing guys who are terrible teams who have like Thielen going off. I'm like, oh come on, like garbage time Thielen. That's bullshit. That's just fantasy football, man. <laughs> That's just the way it goes. Yeah. That's what we live for. Is that nonsense? With that yeah, being so, said. Without giving yeah. too much away to the rest of our league mates, if they are listening to this show, which they're probably not because they're Go all fuck assholes. fuck yourself. No. Um, <laughs> uh, let's do our keep trade cut and uh, starts of the week for fantasy football. I'll go first. Keep. I got Jonu Smith. Um, I know there's a lot of controversy around the Tennessee Titans right now, obviously. We're not sure if they're going to play this game, what's going to happen. Even if they don't play this game again, Jonu Smith is still the number eight tight end in PPR in all of fantasy football, and that was with taking last week off. If that's not enough to convince you to keep this guy on your roster, at least on your bench for a flex play or a substitution at tight end, I don't know what else is um <laughs> for my trade away i got gaskin uh call me crazy i don't know i it, his values went down a lot obviously maybe this isn't as big of a uh, uh warning sign as it would be as me saying trade robinson from jacksonville but similar situations where i would say gaskin is on a bad team and his performance will fluctuate and what you get out of him especially with Jordan Howard and Matt Breda getting goal line work, what you get out of Gaskin is random. So I would take his highest floor, which I'm not sure what he did last weekend, probably around 15 or so. 14 um, or something like that. Something I would take like him while he's hot. He has value. Have Has value and flip him into a more reliable asset. Or if your team's in a position to do so um, because you have a good record, maybe a long-term asset like um, – my trade for uh, Julio Jones. Um, that might be a trade that you could actually make happen. And I'm not saying that Julio Jones is going to be a Julio Jones that we're used to this season. But if your team has the record to do so and the luxury at the running back position, that's a nice trade you can make and possibly really upgrade your wide receiver two spot. Um, so that's my trade for candidate. You probably got to hold on to him for a few weeks, and I'm not quite sure about their bye week. But Julio Jones owners are hurting and they probably had enough at this point cut which is funny because this was actually on my uh my start of the week two weeks ago uh, aj green i've moved on from him i had utmost confidence in him on our last thursday show uh two weeks ago whenever i thought he was going to go off he is not going off uh two weeks in a row it's gotten worse and at this point it seems evident that t higgins has taken over that number two spot with Boyd being number one, as we've seen in Sample also getting a lot of work in the tight end game. Joe Mixon going the fuck off. Where does A.J. Green fit into all this? I just don't see it. And even if he does, are you going to feel confident starting him? I don't think so. He's one of those players that's just going to clog your bench up. You're going to think about starting him. You might feel okay with the upside in a pinch, but there's probably better guys on the waivers. Yeah. Burrow's not looking for him, which is unfortunate because I think he could help him out a lot. He's just he's not connecting. He with could him. still turn it around. Don't get me wrong. I yeah, it's possible. He still is AJ Green deep down inside. Whether he can harness that, I don't know. I yeah, he, I'm not. He's still got hands. He's still got hands. I haven't seen enough. One of the best 50 guys out there. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'll jump into mine. My uh my keep is going to be Christian McCaffrey. He's come if you have him. Don't trade him. Don't do anything crazy, even though I've sent some trades out you there. You just but said just you were being, just trying to trade him. <laughs> I was being a bit of a smart ass with it. I really don't want to trade him because my fear is I'm going to trade him. He's going to come back next week and go off for 50 freaking points because he's like, ah, I still got it. And plus, McCaffrey's a Denver guy. Love the guy. Keep him on your team. Don't get rid of him. Um, trade away Mike Davis. 
his backup. He's got value. Trade him while you can. See what's there. Now, he was my start of the week, and he did a really good job, and he's done a really good job filling in. Like I He said, looks he, fast, that, dude. He literally he's, looks – He's good. He looks like Maurice Jones-Drew, like reincarnated. When I see him run, he looks like a little bowling ball out there. Like That's yep. how Maurice Jones-Drew used to look. He'll be on a team next year and probably get a starting gig. Now, with Say that Maurice said, Maurice Jones drew three times fast. Maurice, I can't. Maurice Jones drew. 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 MJD. Um, now, with that said, um, Mike Davis is a baller, but when CMC comes back, um, it's it's one guy runs that offense, and that's him. Um, trade for Boyd. You talked about it. I agree with you about AJ Green. As much as I like him, if I'm watching these Bengals games and it's kind of not going his way. It's 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 definitely Boyd. Boyd's the guy. That's who he looks for. Every you can watch Burrow looking for him instantly. That's where his eyes are going. Boom. Where's Boyd at? I'm gonna throw it to him no matter where he's at. Um, cut Malcolm Brown, man. My failed week one big purchase off of the waiver wire. I thought he was going to be my saving grace after Fournette took a crap. Uh, get rid of him. He's he's just acres is back. It looks like it's just it's, he's not going to do anything. I don't want anything to do with that backfield personally. It seems like yeah, it could go either. week to week. It is the ultimate committee and not in a good way. I mean, San Francisco committee is much it, it is almost the exception to the rule because yeah, you can most have are getting threes, most of that though. But even still, you can have three startable running backs out of San Francisco, as we've seen last year multiple times. Yeah. But um the Rams are not that offense, so don't no. get it twisted. They're they're letting golf throw it. They still got guys to catch it. Like it's it's, go, it's different. Cup, what do you feel? What's your uh, before we go to the starts of the week? Just curious. What's your what's your feel on speaking of that team, the Rams? What's your feel on Higby? I mean, he's kind of people probably drafted him, um, you know, early enough that they're trying to decide whether they should stay with their investment or move on at this point. See, the new my new philosophy recently. This is why I've been a little more conservative this year. Is you know, people are what they are, and Higby had one good week to start and since then he's been around eight points seven eight points a week in our league most ppr leagues about seven eight points mm-hmm. he's not getting the targets he's not getting the looks he's not getting the catches he's blocking more it's touchdown dependent he, he might he might have a 30 point week coming up but he's not going to average like he's not going to get you tight end one he's gonna be a top five tight end he's just not it's not i thought he was going to be as many people did i it's not anymore it's he is who he is we've seen it the last couple weeks that's who he is all right, that makes sense. Uh, fair enough. Bi-week fill, a bi-week filler. Let's put it that way. He's a bi-week filler. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good, but you're not going to get him at a bi-week filler price, at least not yet. That's why I was kind of, I guess, suggesting to people what they should do if they should move on now. Um, all right, so uh, we have – all right, we got to get on time. We're just going to run through some of these matchups this week. All the matchups. You got to start. Um, you forgot your start of the week, Corey. Your oh, start shit, of the week. shit, my start of the week in fantasy Come football. Come on, man. My bad. My start of the week is my boy James Conner against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are good at one thing, and that is blitzing the quarterback. And I look for the Steelers to run early and run often. Big holes, and big holes. James Conner is uh, – the Steelers want to run the ball. So if he's in the game, he's going to get you 100 yards, one touchdown definitely. You're looking at 15 points minimum run Conner. I think that you're being a little hard on yourself. I I thought more points by him. Um, I'm always oh, conservative. Zeke's going to go off against the Giants. I mean, they suck. And Zeke is really good. And the 
the uh, Cowboys are pissed. They're they lost to the Browns, and Zeke still played well. I mean, it's just it's kind of embarrassing after that that you can't go to another team that's considered not that good and uh, and then lose or even have a close game. So he's gonna go there. I'm guessing two touchdowns, maybe one each, one rushing, one catching, uh, one receiving. I mean, and it, he's gonna have over 100 yards. He's gonna go the fuck off. <laughs> thirty points. I'll say thirty points. That let's just go there. All right. Yeah, sounds good. I don't disagree. And Zeke has been having. Um, I don't know if you could call it low key, but kind it's of low, low key, key. Low a key. very very good year because I actually MVP have numbers. him. In a league, and I was kind of like the other day, I'm like, who could I trade? And in my head, I immediately was like, what has Zeke even done this year? So I got to look, and I'm like, well, shit, he's very, very good. I'm glad, I'm glad I mean, that I checked. <laughs> I mean, right now, it's obviously Alvin Kamara is the number one running back, but he's 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 catching him. He's right yeah, there Zeke, with him, and he's – Dalvin Cook. He's um, like second year in a row where he's been real quiet but putting up I mean, Hall of Fame numbers. I right think away. Cook has been the same way. Like Dalvin Cook has been cooking. Like that dude is, um, he's an animal. But hopefully that he can, we can see him uh, put together a whole season, you know, full of games. And like yeah. I, that's how I feel about all these running backs every single year. I never feel any different, even if they're not on my fantasy team. I love. I think that running back statistics are one of the most uninfluenced statistics in all of football. It's almost one of the most pure that anymore that we have so anytime a running back is capable of trying to push one of those records like the yardage or touchdowns like yeah i want to see it and if they i think they have the skills to do that like i want to see that because running the football is fucking hard <laughs> like it I is i was pissed when ap ap got so close that one year right yeah, man. and then just, just i remember rooting for jamal williams out. back in the day you know like just just trying and i hate the fucking ravens but like he he was so close to like getting that 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 mark like i just there's something like deep rooted in like natural about rushing the football that i you know you yeah. can't argue about it's old school it's the old school part of the game i mean i'm with you all right, perfect. All right, so uh, right now, currently, we have the Buccaneers and the Bears going on. Do you have an update on that game? I have one. Right it's now. ten to zero in the second quarter. That sounds about as boring as I expected. Uh, you guys can check the score of that after listening to this or before, probably. So I'm just gonna move uh, on to next on my 37, list. Thirty-seven to zero is my project, or thirty-seven to ten. 37 10. Okay, that sounds about right. It will probably just get blown out in the second half. All right, uh, Jaguars Texans. Um, this is. I do you think this game is going to be super boring or one of those sneaky good games? This is going to be a weird game because I don't know. I think on paper and in my head, thinking, oh, we lost our coach. Every time a substitute coach comes in, the team plays like really good. Yep. Like that's like a, a thing in the NFL. And they're already a good – they're the best 0-4 team by far. Hell, they're better than most teams that are 3-1 and in my opinion. Yep. And uh, they're, uh, they're going to, I think, put some numbers up. They're going to they're gonna be sitting starters in the fourth. <laughs> I think so too. I think that the Jaguars are pretenders. Um, I think they're lucky to have the success they've had thus far in the season. It was the probably one win. 
Yeah, but they also they played well, and I, I would yeah. say they've played beyond what people have expected them to do. That's let me say that absolutely. But, and the, whereas the Texans have done the opposite and played below yeah. what people uh, expected they them played, to do. They played good. They it's played just been decent. really bad play call. They had it's really Bill O'Brien. Play. Yeah, yeah, it's, which we talked about, and I wanted to on the record go back and look at that when I said Bill O'Brien is going to be fired. Yeah, sure as shit. He much. was the first coach fired. The Pittsburgh game was <laughs> hilarious because that was probably the start of the conversation. Because, and the funniest thing is, I remember the broadcast saying Bill O'Brien's record is like it was immaculate with oh. a halftime lead, right? Because he just slows yeah. the game down or whatever, and then like it yeah. didn't go that Boom, way. Boom, lost like, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he's a he's one of those coaches who remind me like he's like a Jeff Fisher who people like praise all time but when you look at like the record they're like losers like historically losers and then and then he was gm you gotta think of all the bad deals he's made as coach as advisor whatever you want to call it brock osweiler what 18 million dollars and then you know getting rid of the best football player in their franchise's history which i'll say that again the best football player in their franchise johnson he says I mean, he's the best player in their franchise history. Like that, it's just no doubt. Like he is the best player, You're right. and they just he just gives him away. Like he's like, ah, sure, fucking take him. That's like you guys, like in Ben's prime, or right when, uh, let's say, two years, three years ago, we'll say even getting rid of Ben for like a seventh round pick. Right. It's like what the? F- like why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there's really much else to say about this game except that I think the Texans come out and probably put some wins together. It. it they're a better team than their record, and they have a chip yeah. on their shoulder now and a reason to play. And Jacksonville's not—they're going streak. They're so, going streaking. Let's put it that yep. way. All right, uh, Panthers Falcons. This game is interesting. Divisional game, obviously, just the same as the last. But um, this will be the closest game, in my opinion, this week. The Falcons the have to win, right? I mean, I mean, oh, they have. Four, but I, I said that last year, you know. Hey, who is it? Nine hundred number? It's Brett. Uh, it's from the league. Let's see what. Uh, let's put him on the video. What's up, Brett? Dude, what a wild, wild week. Yeah. You're on a podcast right now. Oh, nice. Bitch. What's up, boys? Hold on. What's up, homie? All right. Give me some trades. <laughs> Brett, before we go, um, we're talking about the Panthers and Falcons. Who do you want to pick? Dude, give me the Panthers, bro. The Falcons can't do anything. Anything right. Okay. I agree with you a thousand percent. All right, fair enough. I'll talk to you <laughs> here. I'll call you back here in just a few. Sounds good, Blake. Later. Sign off. That was great. Perfect timing. I'm sure that <laughs> it's going to look great without any editing, and I'm probably going to cut it out. All right. Don't cut it out. That was good stuff. Yeah, we love it. Um, so, yeah. yeah, the Falcons have been in must-win mode for, like, three weeks now, so it's like I don't know if they're going to do it. That offense looked fucking terrible at the end of the game on Monday night. Like, I, Ray, I have as a gauge um, – I, uh, that has person that has Gage on multiple teams and Hurst on multiple teams. What kind of fucking personnel groupings are you throwing out there when this guy named Zacchaeus or whatever the fuck is your leading receiver? What are those formations? Because they kept showing as Monday Night Football is very, very, very like their graphics are right on it every time it shows you the personnel groupings. Yeah. 
most of the time, as somebody paying attention, Hurst and Gage were not out there, and you would think that is would be their two and number two and number uh, three receiving options. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Maybe there was like early. They kind of realized that the game plan was basically to shut those guys down pretty quickly. But with that said, it's not like they used Gurley. I mean, it, it, I don't know. I don't know. Is this another situation where the coach is just? as bad as people think and you are what your record says you are i mean it's just but he went to the super bowl it, like dan quinn at least has had a lot of success had, they've struggled they've struggled in the last few seasons he yes. had kyle shanahan who's proven to be really yes. good coach. okay so and, maybe he needs a better offensive coordinator but that doesn't mean he's a maybe. bad coach because he has had a lot of success with the falcons they've had some bad seasons recently but overall well you said it though. You said that you know they're not game planning right. So maybe it's the coordinator, but at the end of the day, it's still on him for letting those, letting your two, the two best options you currently have because everybody else is hurt, not be in the game. But like, Matt Ryan, Gage can play. Matt Ryan doesn't look good either. Like, is it's... it on? And I we said a, lot, a couple weeks ago, is it all on Matt Ryan? I mean, is he part done? of it? Maybe. Is like it's that's... definitely time to look for a quarterback. Even if it's not, it's time to reconsider your offensive strategy maybe opening up five wide and letting your guy throw for a try and throw for 50 times a game is not the strategy anymore and i know they brought in todd Gurley, but todd Gurley, they're already talking about todd Gurley, man they're talking about resting him in his knees on the sideline i'm sorry dude i do (laughs) get the fuck out of here if i have to take your no offense to anybody with arthritis, Ray, but or whatever the fuck you got, <laughs> got going arthritis. on. But like, I I'm sorry, but if I'm a NFL coach, owner, I am not bringing somebody in that I have to take their arthritis and overworking their arthritis into consideration. Like, oh, how? Yeah. And it's not like he came for like no money. Yeah, he's getting paid. Now let me let me speak on this arthritis. I have arthritis in my feet in my ankles. Um, which, you know, it's funny cause I'm only 32 years old, but that makes with, it that really said, funny. The... with that said, it's because of, you know, injuries and things like that, you know, breaking my toes when I was in the military and just not taking care of myself. Thank Todd Gurley definitely service. takes care of himself. There's a, appreciate it. There's <laughs> definitely a difference between me and Todd Gurley. Like this guy takes care of himself. I had like three ho-hos today in a Reese's <laughs> cup. So like, I get it. But whenever the broadcast is talking about the fact that the coaching staff is aware of the problems and they're resting it intentionally, that is not a guy that I want to rely on to carry the bulk of the carries on a position that is the most injured in all of football. What? You want a guy with pre-existing injuries to be in the most injured position in all of football? How does that make any sense ever? you have to come up with a better plan to at least make people think he's a threat. Like right now, everybody knows he's like not a threat until you get inside the 10. You're like, okay, maybe we'll let him. How is he any different than Devontae Freeman? Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, man. I, they should have so kept So you him. bring in you, – you like, that's what I'm saying. This team sucks. Yeah. I think they would be better if they got Julio healthy back. I, You know what I think they need to do? And this is going to be crazy. They got to rebuild. Get rid of Julio. I mean, it's – how many years do you have of him? Are, is, are you contending with him right now? I don't think so. Matt, Because we both think Matt Ryan's done. I mean, this is – 
I, we could be wrong, but this Matt Ryan's done. At least Draft in a quarterback, Atlanta. Get rid he of can him. maybe have yeah. some success in the right system with the right yeah. team. But I think that land experience, yeah. yeah, it's it's played its course. Get get what you can for Julio now because he's going to leave on his own if you don't. All right, let's keep um, it moving. The Panthers' good. side of the ball, I um, Teddy's been putting things together. Um, he wants to win. Teddy wants to win, and that means a lot. You you could see him out there. He wants to win more than the other guy, and I mean. We talked about earlier with Fitzpatrick. He's got – I mean, he, I, he's a better player than Fitzpatrick, but he's got the same mentality. Like, I want to win this damn game at all costs. I don't care what it takes. Let's do this. Let's get it going. And Mike Davis stepped up. We've talked about that. Mike Davis stepped up. Um, the team is – they're doing good, man. I think, um, Anderson, I think, I think that good. Robbie Anderson is really good. He's been underrated his yeah. whole career. He still is underrated. He's finally he's, got somebody throwing the ball. I agree. And – uh Besides that, though, like DJ Moore has been a total letdown. Um, on like he's supposed to be this, you know, top two receiver. He's kind of okay. He's great. He had twelve hundred yards. Yeah, I mean, he was he was insane. He was good. I mean, he was. I was sitting. I had him on fantasy out of like I got right. him really late. I was like, this guy's awesome. So I I don't know. It's it, it's kind of interesting. I think with them having CMC out, and this offense doesn't look much different. And that's my biggest takeaway from the Panthers so far. I'm not saying he doesn't improve the he, offense. They look a little different. They, he, it gives Teddy more range. Let's put it away. Teddy's doing more now. He's running more. He's But he's more than capable. I, more I don't think they've, yeah. they haven't taken it. Let's just say they're not scoring less points because he's out. No. And so, no. once again, scoring differently, begs all. the question, is CMC worth that paycheck? You know, think about where you can implement that money elsewhere. I don't, I don't know. know, man. It, it could be a problem. I would want I, him on. I want him on another team. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I would. I chalk that up to future problems for the future Panthers. Sure. Once you're yeah. a legitimate contender and you start pinching pennies and you have to make those cuts. If Teddy earns more money, what do you do now? You know, you're right. If Teddy starts earning quarterback one money, then you're like, maybe we should be more paying more. a running back all that money. It's not like we have Lamar yeah. Jackson. Okay, so uh, Cardinals Jets. <laughs> this is a. Probably a snooze fest. I'm guessing Kyler Murray and the Cardinals get right. I but Kyler Murray scores five touchdowns yeah, this game. Maybe <laughs> Kenyon Drake finally decides to be a running back. And no. uh, Kyler Murray's a running back there now. It's it's true. He's he's but like oh. I expected Kenyon Drake to get a little more action out of the backfield than he has this year. He's kind of they're like Edmonds. Edmonds is getting a Edmonds lot. Edmonds has gotten a lot touches. of looks, which makes the trade for drake last year and make even less sense but close uh if you have um drake in fantasy football cliffs kingsbury did say this week that he needs to get him the ball in space more so there might be brighter days on your horizon yep yeah um but yeah Edmonds seems to really stepped up Edmonds has always been a good player he just hasn't got the opportunity yeah and on the other side of the ball because this game's gonna suck so i'm gonna go your boy your favorite player uh uncle joe flacco yeah uncle joe start Lev Bell is uh, I back. Think, I, Lev Bell's back, hopefully. I think that Darnold, I don't know what happened. You think he uh, went all the way and w- went from mono to something more severe? Or what do you think? Uh, some kind of poltergeist incident, something like that. I, why do you bench this kid? Like, this poor I thought guy. he hurt his shoulder. I thought that's what I read, but I'm guessing that's not I, real. I don't know. I don't Darnold's know, man. time Darnold... in New York is over. Um, so his gaze, I, I might agree with that. Jets are in yeah. full rebuild mode after the season. I wouldn't well, be surprised for to Darnold. see Lawrence or something like that. I'm curious to see where Darnold goes. As you know, my boy Juju endorsed him coming to Pittsburgh. I wouldn't mind I seeing him come sit under Big Ben. 
Um, I mean, he's still have, the youngest quarterback in the NFL, right? Even though he's been for two years, he's still the youngest guy. He's really like young. When he, you you would have to think that he at least has potential still, right? I always he's give like these twenty one. I think he's barely old enough to drink. Let him like yeah, and he's yeah. got skill. He's got talent. I think. I said this about Jameis Winston. I still think Jameis Winston's the best. Josh, fit yep, for yep. Josh Rosen. It's but, it's the Tannehill. Tannehill makes the argument possible because yeah. he's the perfect example of a new situation and a more stable situation, allowing you good to coaching. Actually, yes, and so which, being, which I counter what I said earlier, but he does have a good football coach. Just correct. A, shithead of a guy so, yeah possible <laughs> we'll see what happens there um i'm taking the cardinals by a billion i'm sure you are too yeah <laughs> okay yeah. cool close. uh rams in the washington football team this game could uh, be one of those tricky games i i think it'll probably be boring just as boring as the rams game last last week the rams don't excite me at all unless they somehow get right and get back to old form which i don't see happening um maybe this one ends up being one of those close like 28 you know, 25 games or something like that. Here's here's what I want to happen. I want the game to be a blowout slightly for the uh, the Rams the first quarter. And then I want them to put in my boy, Alex Smith, and let him get some redemption. Let him – because they already benched Dwayne yeah. Haskins. His time is but over. But Kyle here. Allen – it's the yeah. He's got the yeah. You're, the way he ended in the way he ended in Carolina but gives me no faith for him. The Ron Rivera connection. I understand that, but there's no faith for him. He's gonna have a shit game. Maybe I'm wrong, and I really maybe I want this happen because I want to see Alex Smith come back out. Alex there. I want, Smith I want is like bow legged well. permanently, like three care. times over. He's just not running. I, He's yeah, just not running. I, I don't. See him I play. do care because I don't want to see a guy that can barely function as a human being put on a football helmet and be a quarterback of a football Hold team on now. after suffering one of the worst leg injuries that we've seen. Like this is he it. Has like physicals. Have you seen him? I saw his full leg cast. He is past physicals, and I watched him during practice, and he was still be able to throw the ball. Now, I don't know how he can take a hit. That's You're what right. I'm Maybe saying. Of course he can throw the ball. What I'm saying what? is he looked really good, and he can throw off the foot. He can run a little bit with the foot, even being completely dead or whatever it is. I, I, I wonder if he's afraid of the hit. I just want to see him throw a couple passes. I don't. Alex Smith is one of the great football guys that unfortunately has just not been... a great football guy. I hate oh, Alex Smith. On, man. I hated Alex Smith my whole <laughs> I life. I'll hate him forever. Love I Alex. no fuck Alex Smith. You know what Alex Smith did? He fucked around, made the 49ers wait on him forever to be halfway decent. And then he was finally kind of halfway decent and let them down so much they ended up putting Kaepernick in in the middle of a winning season to replace him. Yeah. And then he went to play. Like then he basically got pushed out of there. Goes and plays for Kansas City. Puts up all these giant fucking numbers on a prolific passing offense. Yeah, rightfully so because he's a fraud. Like he was a. I like him. What is to like? I I, listen. I want to see it happen. I'm a. I'm a guy. I don't care. I don't want to see it happen. (laughs) Alex Smith sucks. I don't care if he got hurt. It sucks. I feel bad that he got hurt, but I don't feel okay just like wanting him to play because he recovered like congratulations you know like Let's i got it. hurt last week like got. i burnt he myself last week next year. <laughs> i'm still healing like i i don't get a starting job like no no dude he, he can barely fucking walk and then the they backup. had a video of him like 
in a slip and slide with his kids. He doesn't care about his future as a quarterback. I don't know. Like they're throwing water balloons at him and shit. Like <laughs> didn't they Maybe say it was healthy. like bone on bone? I don't know. I just remember it being like Alex Smith's injury is so bad he shouldn't be able to walk. But now it I wasn't can. the injury itself. It wasn't the injury itself. It was the infection after he got septus or something. Like that. He got blood basically. So infection. he pooped in his own leg. No, there was a, hus- like there was a mistake, basically. Yeah. He pooped <laughs> he in his own his leg. leg. He got pink guy in his knee. Um, no, he uh, – but it was a bad infection. They almost had to chop the leg off. I hate Alex we Smith. Differ, we differ on this. You hate Alex Smith. I, he's your Trent Dilfer. No, I want to see him succeed. He's not my Trent Dilfer. He didn't <laughs> affect me directly. He just affected me in an anno- – he just annoyed. Trent Dilfer never affected me directly. I just hate his guts. But go ahead. <laughs> Alex Smith sucks and he's game. always sucked. All right, yeah, Giants-Cowboys, this should be a blowout. But how much do we want the Giants to actually win? All of them. Um, a lot because Jerry Jones is a racist. And as much as I like all the guys on the Cowboys team, okay. I don't want Jerry Jones to have zero. I want him to have zero success ever. We just kind of forget that Jerry Jones sends out emails with racial slurs and talking about race things. And I'll fire anybody who kneels and all this stuff. I hope he never wins a football game again. Hey. If we let, we don't let, we let, the, we fired Donald Sterling for saying dumb shit, but we let Jerry Jones get away with it because he's the richest guy in football. Screw that. I don't want them to win. I do like Dak. I do like Zeke. Um, but I just, I, I'm sorry. I hope you guys lose. What do you buy into <laughs> this? Um, I'm always speaking from a fantasy standpoint, obviously. What do you buy into this receiving core for Dallas? Um, who do you think are the main beneficiaries? Your every oh. week guys, and uh, who isn't, or can you start all five? I we've talked about this before. You know, it's CD Lamb is really good ball player. CD Lamb's my number two he, on that team. Cooper's been putting yeah, up I think out, Gallup. outstanding numbers. But Cooper, the, Lamb. Dak looks for Gallup. He looks for Gallup. He looks for Zeke before he looks for Lamb. And but that's, what has Gallup done? Talking. Nothing. He's just. But I'm saying you're talking about targets and looks. I'm. I'm saying Lamb probably is. He's a better football player than. And he than has that. better he numbers. Would, he'd be at number one or number two on any other team here. It's number it's two just, on that it, team. They just go with comfort level, though. His targets are not. I mean, they just they like these other guys more. But it's one of those things, like. He's proven himself as a rookie, so oh, yeah. like you would expect that yeah. number to go up. What we'll about see. the we'll what about Schultz? What about maybe, in? maybe he takes him over. I don't know about. See, uh, I had this. Our buddy Brett tried to send me him. He's like, oh, I think he's going to be a top tight end. Maybe. I don't know, man. I he's a I don't hot see name. It. He's a hot name, but here we talked about this before. C D Lamb when we did our stardom sit him. There's too much going on. There's too maybe that's why they're not playing. They're, maybe that's not why they're not winning. They're putting. They're just not winning. There is too much to yep. give the ball to. Zeke is going to get yards, hundred plus yards. He's going to go off. He's going to catch some passes. You know, so you have that. Amari Cooper going to go off. Going to catch some passes. Get some touchdowns. True. Then everybody else is going to split the rest. Good point. You don't know where the targets are going. Um, I got the Cowboys in this game, obviously, although I would like to see the Giants do the unspeakable. Um, yeah, Colts-Browns, this is a good game. This is a really good game. Um, both teams have kind of been under the radar, and I, I, I'm curious to see what happens. I mean, the Colts have, like, one of the top a defenses chance. in the fucking league right now. The Browns yeah. actually have a top 10 defense, and both teams – can't have enough playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. This is this is a nice matchup. I'm glad it's a 425. Colts have a good line. I like that it's 425. I can actually watch this one after the Steelers game. So, yeah. 
I'm going to say this. I'm going with the better offensive line. I'm going with the Colts. They, we don't like the Browns necessarily, but I'm, they are playing good football. They should. They're playing the football they should be playing with all the talent they have. With that said, and they're the Browns until they're not. You know what I mean? They're always going to be the team that that shits to bed. They beat the Cowboys, which was amazing, but I don't know necessarily if that was. But Philip Rivers like, is the Browns of quarterbacks. He is. I've we've talked about that. A lot of that has to do with his offensive line in the past. So that He's evens never had out. This good of a line. The He's legacy legacy line. evens out. It's a push. I'm taking the Colts. I'm taking the Colts too because I hate the Browns. <laughs> but it wouldn't surprise me. But I will say this: say something nice about the Browns. They're the number one rushing team in football. So the offensive line is legit. Um, maybe not yeah. pass defense, uh, but they have a great running game. I don't. Okay think they're going to have the running game that they had last well, Njoku week. Njoku might be back, too. So I read that earlier. He's looking – not this week, but next week. I hope week, so, so because then they're going to be worse because he's a terrible football player. He jumps before the ball he's gets so there. He's so bad. I, my, he's never done – thing. I, no, I've seen him make see. one good play ever. <laughs> he, like, jumps. He, like, jumps, and then, like, he comes back down the ball. Goes I don't like, doubt that he's super he talented <laughs> and athletic, but he is fucking athletic. sucks I, I wouldn't say game. talented. He's super athletic. I, I don't got the Colts in this game. I think the defense is just too much. All right? Bengals. Ravens. Um, I don't know, man. Let's go with uh... – the Ravens, obviously, this, this isn't that hard. You don't think um, this is a trap game? I don't know, man. I'll say Lamar hasn't practiced two days in a row for the first time in his career. Um, that's scary, but I don't know if that's just because the they are going RG3? against the Bengals. Yeah, but he's going to play. And even if RG3 plays, I just don't see how the Bengals win this game. I, yeah, I could the be Ravens' wrong. defense is very, very good. Um, yeah, it should be total so domination. Bad. The Bengals' defense is so bad. I'm trying my hardest not to be biased here, so I'm just going to pick the Well, Bengals. they're both in your division. They're both in your division. You said, I'm trying to be biased, but let's go pick the Bengals. Well, I hate the Ravens more than any team in football. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's your real competition now. No, I um, hated them for life, uh, forever. More than any team yeah, ever, including yeah, the, the other Browns team. The other Browns team, that's why I yeah. call them. They're the original Browns. But um, yeah, I think the Ravens still win this one. And they're if Lamar plays, they're gonna win by thirty. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, just like last year, or maybe he'll get it. Maybe this is a game he gets injured in. Mm, I don't like to say that, but maybe. I mean, this is like I said, the trap game that he he might decide to stuff. run it for you know across the middle when they're up thirty points in the fourth quarter again. Yeah. It's always possible. Sure. All right. Always game's possible. probably going to suck dick. All right. So Raiders, Chiefs. <sighs> uh, Chiefs. I mean, not, it's another game. Same thing. Division game, It's could be a trap, but it's – I doubt the Raiders game. get enough running game going to give them the offense needed to compete in this game. They just don't have the balls to hang with the Chiefs. And that's – either you need the defense that's capable they of try. slowing them down or you have to go toe-to-toe with them and – they tried with rugs this year. They tried with rugs drafting this year to come stay up, you know, like the Broncos did with their yeah. receivers they drafted. But with that said, I mean, it's it's just not enough. Kelsey, Patty Mahomes, I mean, it's just it's not enough. I do it's think the Chiefs' enough. defense is a little bit overrated right now. I, agree. I don't believe I agree. that they're as good as they've been playing. We'll see. Um, obviously, I can't discredit facts right now, but you know, just out of pure speculation, I think the defense is playing a lot. Um, above their level right now. So. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They don't build on defense. They don't brag on defense. They had a couple good guys over there, but you're right. 
overrated defense, but against the, I, I don't think the Raiders are going to expose anything. True. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. That seems like a typical Raiders Chiefs game. Like it'll probably be like what, like thirty four to twenty eight or something. No, it'll be a blowout. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like every division game in that division is usually pretty close. They're always like those uh, weird games. You're like, eh, yeah, blowout. Oh, the Broncos. The Broncos last year were the only team to hold the Chiefs under like twenty something. Yeah, but they're the twice, worst they team in football. So, <laughs> all right, uh, Eagles Steelers. Obviously, I got my Pittsburgh Steelers. Just kidding. I actually think the Eagles will win this game. This is the classic Steelers trap game coming out of the bye. We always play fucking terrible. We always overlook every terrible opponent, and we should have fifteen sacks in this game, but we'll probably get one or two. Well, I think Carson Wentz has been Roethlisberger, um, just not as durable. So it could happen, but I'm taking your Steelers by uh, a big – like this is a week of blowouts. Last week was a week of high scores. This is a week of blowouts. I've yet to see the Steelers under Mike Tomlin blow out a team they should. Maybe maybe that's happened and it's just not in my brain because I remember right. all the time it about hasn't it. happened. They... But, um, yeah, it just doesn't seem to happen when it should. You're right. They play down. You're, we talked about this last week. They're playing or two weeks ago. They they play down, and that's just kind of and this, that's true. But I don't. I think be they're going to beat these by a This Eagles Steelers game has always been close, no matter what. I think a little bit of that state rivalry, yeah, combined with playing for uh, Pennsylvania. Well, they were the same team at one point too. You know, during the war, the Steagles. So I don't know. I think there's a little bit of history there to be had, and if you're good enough to dig up all bite of history and read your facts, you might find out a good tidbit or two about the teams. And the Steelers are going to win by 45. I changed my mind. When the already. fuck did Britain have NFL teams? Well, <laughs> no, the the Eagles in Philadelphia. You know, we had British accents when we established Philadelphia and the Liberty Bell. It takes sure. time to get over an accent, Ray. It's not like we just fucking got rid. <laughs> like we were still kind of British before we fucking actually became Americans. Like we, we were over here doing this. We were living this life. Like we was doing it with British accents and fucking doing it wrong. <laughs> not Honestly, when the NFL started. <laughs> yeah, we corrected it. That was Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, Paul sure. Revere. Nick, Nick Luna. Nick Luna has a Philly and Paul Revere right and the British are coming. And they're going to suck the Steelers' dicks. Steelers. Go Steelers. <laughs> All right. Dolphins 49ers. Um, what a tame matchup compared to what we just said. Um, Matt Breida, revenge game. Who do you got? Uh, you know, I feel like all these games should be so obvious this week, so I've picked every upset. So once again, I'm going with the Dolphins. I am also going with not the Dolphins. I'm actually going to pick the 49ers. Um, it's a safe bet, man. It's Kittle last week had a really good week. I I think this is the week it, we see Tua. Mostert comes back. I think we're going to see some Tua. I think we're going to see some Tua this week. And I, I think – For good or bad reasons. Bad reasons on uh, Fitzpatrick's end, definitely for sure. Yeah. But I think we're going to get a little Tua, a little bit of game planning gone wild – because they're not expecting to see him, and they pull out the W. I, I don't know. 49ers are still they're a good team, but I don't know. They don't really have an identity without Jimmy G. Yeah. We'll see. I, I'm taking them to win. Okay. Okay, fair enough. And Broncos Patriots have been moved, obviously. Last game we got Sunday night, Vikings-Seahawks. Um, This is a good game. 
and I think the Seahawks are the better team by far, but the Vikings are also the team that we're expecting to hopefully get it in gear at some point. So maybe this is a get right game for them on the road in Seattle. For some reason, Seattle has, has had some weird games this year. And I think this is the game that I think they get together and everybody talks about like, Oh, this is the turning point. I don't think that he's necessarily going to, uh, do great, but I think Kirk Cousins has a good game. I think that, uh, in general, they play well and they kind of, they win the game by a close game, win the game by a close game. We have our first good Monday night game. Well, I don't know. We have a good Sunday Monday night, night game. We'll Sunday, night. Sunday, Sunday night. Game, I apologize. Sunday. We have a good yep. Sunday night game. Sunday I night think game. that the Seahawks defense has been playing above their, um, kind of what they, they are capable of up until this point. Yeah. And I think that the Vikings could possibly expose their secondary. And um, I don't know. I could see I could see Thielen having a big night with a little offset of some Dalvin Cook. And the Vikings going it. But this game will go how the Vikings go. The Seahawks will be in any game. The Vikings, they are the team that we think they are. Like, they either get out to a roaring lead and they just fucking crush. And then maybe... It, the Seahawks would creep back in or they just suck and it just sucks. The game sucks. Yeah, I we'll see. I and think it's they gonna do be a good garbage one. time. You know what I mean? But I would like, Ugh, I think trust it's, me. I know garbage time. I think it's fans football because garbage time. I think it can be competitive without, um, I don't know. I like, I like the Vikings in this one, getting a nice hard win. Oh, nice and hard. <laughs> they get it to them. Good. Yep. That's all I got, uh, for this week's games. Um, obviously we are hoping that there aren't games delayed or canceled because of the Tennessee Titans, you fucks. You shitheads. shitheads. Why would you do that? You Stop. naughty. Strip clubs aren't worth it, fools. No. Look, take a bit of advice. Here's the deal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Listen um, to me. No, seriously, uh, I'm excited for this weekend. Um, the games aren't super awesome, so this might be a weekend where I kind of flip off the red zone and pay attention to... Uh, a little more of the individual games, which is a nice little treat for myself and my football brain to take a rest from the uh, automated super explosion of games that we get every single week with yeah. Red Zone. This is super trap week, so we'll see. I, I, I do super think that trap we're going to have week, yeah. Yeah, because all these games are like, they all should be blow. Majority of them should be. There's only like three games worth being close, but I do think that we are going to. Uh, be talking about this next week and be like, damn, look at all those games that yeah. were just blowouts. Remember what that, a waste of time. <laughs> remember that time the Browns lost by 50? No, I'm just... <laughs> Gotta take my shots. Gotta take my shots. All right, well, everybody uh, that listened to that, thank you for listening. If you haven't, joined the group, the Schwinn Sports Group on Facebook. Uh, we'll be there asking questions, talking about sharing all the news, talking about the news. And until Sunday night, we're going to review the games, talk about the upcoming games that have been postponed. Hopefully there's not more than three. Uh, until then... See you later. Adios.